Hello, and welcome back to Catching Up David. Tonight is episode 93, A Cinderella Story. Hello, Hallie. Hello, David. Hello, Kristen. Hello, David. Hello, listeners. <laughs> a Cinderella Story is a 2004 American teen romantic comedy film. It's directed by Mark Roseman, with a screenplay by Lee Dunlap. It's loosely based on Cinderella, a fairy tale. Thanks for clarifying that one. <laughs> did, you know, did you know that the oldest version of Cinderella goes back to the ancient Greeks? No. I, I did not, actually. I thought it was a Charles Perrault deal. Yeah. But um, apparently Perrault wasn't even the first popular European version. Wow. Are you going to read the OG version to us? No. Why not? It's probably pretty long. Listeners, do you want to hear it? <laughs> it's, uh... It's about It's like the somebody... length of the Odyssey. Yeah. <laughs> Just like Cinderella. It's about somebody who... Uh... Wait, this is the wrong page. It's about somebody who marries the king of Egypt? Queen of Egypt? I don't know. Cinderella. Cinderella. I was reading about it a little bit because I like fairy tales. Because they're cool. That's yeah. why. I, I took a graduate level class on fairy tales and I've but I've always been like really bad at remembering who wrote what when. So I thought I thought this was I thought this was a French one. It's not It's not. It's really old. And because you love fairy tales, you love this movie? Maybe. Maybe. A Cinderella story stars Hilary Duff, Chad Michael Murray, Jennifer Coolidge, and Regina King. The film was a commercial success, grossing $70 million off of its $19 million budget, and leading to five direct-to-video sequels, all of which are musicals for some reason. <laughs> They're not good. I've seen one. I okay. own one. I own this one. I think I own another. Is it another Cinderella story? Yes. Okay. Yeah. There are... Selena Gomez and Drew Seeley. Because I have... Original voice of Joy Bolton. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. There are... Four more. Quattro. Four more. I'm not sure. I don't. I rec. I know Selena Gomez. I didn't recognize Lucy Hale, Sophia Carson, Laura Marano, or Bailey Madison, who are the other stars. Clearly, you did not watch Disney Channel. I, didn't have <laughs> I mean, this was a fact that we knew. I didn't have cable as a child, so. Also, I don't think we were watching. Disney Channel at the same time anyway. That's true. That's true. Uh, anyways, critics hated it. <laughs> <laughs> it has a 12% approval rating on Rotten Tomatoes and an average rating of 3.6 out of 10, which makes it maybe the worst reviewed movie that we've watched. Possibly. Um, Roger Ebert called A Cinderella Story, quote, a lame, stupid movie. And others slammed it for, quote, simple, lazy storytelling, with one describing it as a charmless affair, updating a classic tale with nary a hint of wit or genuine style. Critics. Okay, you cannot say it had no genuine style. Yeah. With the line. <laughs> you're not very pretty, and you're not very bright. So glad we had that talk. I told him that we quote that all the time. All <laughs> the time! After. Like, that gets some points. That Just gets that line. Points. Yeah. Like, 
Like, Why is this mic so close to me and so far from you? I don't know. I mean, like, if there's a louder one of us, it's me. It should be farther. <laughs> That's better. I'll now speak it's up. Closer to me. I think the reviews are a little bit mean. I think they're a little bit joyless. They are a little bit joyless. Where's their fun? Yeah. Were they not a Hillary Duff super fan as I was at the time? With the change there, mind. Roger Ebert was not a Hillary Duff super Roger. Fan. He was not the audience for this movie. I think. I think that the lack of style is a very silly comment when her dress is beautiful. It's and um, when she wore a lot of blue in order to make the visual connection to like Disney's classic animated Cinderella, even yes. though her dress is more of a white, not a blue, and that's I would always say her dress just is white. Thank you. That's not more of a white. It's white. It's just because it was a wedding dress. And yet, <laughs> what? No, no, animated Cinderella. Oh, no, that's blue. <laughs> <laughs> All of us are now looking up. Not me. I'm sitting. I'm waiting for them to do the work. Yeah. Well, Google, work with me here, please. Come on, come on. Cinderella, 1950. That was a nice little song. It was nice. Do, 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 do. That's the outro. Uh, there was the intro. I mean, so it's like a really, really soft blue, but I'd call it more of a white. I think this one, like, it's definitely a very soft okay, blue that's like, more white, this? but that's also well, okay. Like but big... that's not like from the movie, though. That's mid that's transformation. From, that's... This is not mid transformation. It's a pale blue. You're not wrong about that. Mm -hmm. but, but like, I think it, it just really still falls into. The I mean, it's blue. more of it's I'm. The things you're pulling up a, a transformation picture. She has white sparkles around her. Let me hang on. It's not influenced. Let me try Cinderella at the ball. Cinderella at the ball. Cinderella 1950. Cinderella 1950 at the ball. Alright, I guess it's definitely blue in that specific lighting, but then in this lighting, it's not. It looked blue in that lighting. What are you talking about? That's blue. I I think. We overbluify Cinderella. I do but this think is it's also overbluified yeah. in like everything else compared to that picture. But I wonder if they were like, "Oh, this just looks like a wedding dress." If we no. don't commit to the blue, so like, I mean, no, no, no. Marketing decided to commit to blue. I I understood. I agree with the marketing choice. This is just a pet peeve of mine that didn't benefit anyone to hear, but I said it anyway when I said the fun fact. Anyway, the style, you know, they had a thought for that, for making her wear blue a lot. Her dress is so pretty. The, 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 the ball gown one. Yeah, yeah, the wedding yeah. dress. And um, Jennifer Coolidge's outfits. Really great. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. I think, I just think it's a silly comment. The movie doesn't have style. Yeah, Roger. Yeah, what do that, you know? That one wasn't Roger. That was somebody else. Okay, well, well somebody else. Well, whoever you, you know? are. Yeah, critics. I'm grabbing my pitchforks. Critics. You've all all what of is, your pitchforks. All of them. Not just one. I have six. Okay. They're made. <laughs> Estelle? No. Fred? <laughs> <laughs> Daphne. Marjorie. 
on HBO Max. You can, like, you know, they changed it. They updated it to Max. To Max. So, dumb choice. All of our little, like, profile things on the account just went back to a default. And I was just going to update mine, and then I got annoyed that I would have to see all the other blank ones. So I went through my family's, and I updated theirs. And for my sister, I didn't think that there was any... Any of the shows that they had as an option, I'm like, none of these are going to fit, so I'll just do a Scooby-Doo character. And then I had to think, Velma or Daphne? Tough choice. And I committed to Velma and then had a dream that night that I was like, so hypothetically, if I change your picture on HBO Max to be um, a Scooby-Doo character, and you had your choice between Velma and Daphne, which would it be? And in the dream, she was like, it's Daphne, and anyone who thinks otherwise... I'm done with them. She's dead to <laughs> They're me. cut out of my life. And little dream me had to be like, oh, okay. I have to change this before she sees it. Did you change it? No. Because <laughs> then I woke up and I was like, hey, Jill, hypothetically, <laughs> if you had your choice. And she was like, I saw you changed it. And I was like, was that a good choice? <laughs> so, you're cutting me it out? Was. Or... Okay. It was. That okay. was correct. Great. Ben didn't even tell them mine. Yeah, what is yours? Guess. Just a character. Any Just character. a character. Any character. Any character. Name, name a character. I cannot think of a single fictional character who has ever existed. Except for Sam Montgomery. My first thought was Martin Short. Who is <laughs> <laughs> not a fictional character. Um, um, Danny Phantom. David has submitted the guess. Um, Timmy Turner. Joel from The Last of Us. Okay. All right. Should have thought of that one. Should have thought of that one. Should have thought of that one. Failure on my part. A Cinderella story. He's not in a Cinderella story. He could be. Did you check all of the extras? (laughs) (laughs) Frame by frame. For Pedro Pascal. No. Cinderella Story. In case it's been a while since you've seen it, a Cinderella story is the tale of Sam, her father's little princess who lives a perfect life in the San Fernando Valley where nothing bad ever happens. Except for one day (laughs) when there is an earthquake. Did you know that was a real earthquake? No, no way. Yeah, then it was 1994 real earthquake. I didn't know that. Yeah. Not... Not they didn't like film it during the year. Right, I would assume. Yeah. I don't think the movie from two thousand four filmed anymore. <laughs> earthquake, but thank you for clarifying. Yeah. Well, anyways, uh, disaster and earthquake. Her dad dies somehow in the earthquake, and as he doesn't leave a will, Sam's terrible stepmother Fiona inherits the house, the popular diner he owned, and gains custody of Sam herself. Fiona puts Sam to work around the house and at the diner, forcing her to bus tables and cook her salmon, while Sam dreams of going to Princeton, where the princes are, to get away from her terrible family. Sam has an online pen pal named Nomad, who also shares her dream of going to Princeton, and while the two go to the same high school, they don't know each other's identities. However, they have a plan to meet at the Halloween costume ball homecoming dance, and meet they do. Though Sam has to be back at the dinner by midnight, Lest she turn into a pumpkin. Will Nomad, aka school quarterback Austin Ames, ever discover her true identity, even though she looks exactly the same as she always has? 
Where will the popular girls hold a pep rally mocking Sam in front of the entire school for no good reason? A repurposed wedding dress. A nerdy actor friend. And the longest 95 minutes of my life. It's a Cinderella story. <laughs> Woo! Yay! Yay! It's true at the end. He was like, that was only 95 minutes? And I was like, yeah, five minutes over the perfect movie length. It felt much longer. I don't think so. No, he's wrong. I'm just saying what he thought. No, I... My feelings are wrong. Uh, no, they're, they're <laughs> wrong, babe. It's just objectively. Um, objectively. This is the personality quiz. This one wasn't a very good quiz. It was not. It was an awful quiz. Mine is funny. So Who I'm going to read it first. Kristen. Austin Ames! <laughs> it says, how'd you get into Princeton? Football boy. Spelled <laughs> B-O-I. Kind of dumb. <laughs> Can't recognize a woman <laughs> if her eyebrows ain't showing. Bad taste in women. A fake friend who doesn't get to the costume games is a three musketeer. Kind of looks like Chad Michael Murray. <laughs> like, dumb quiz. Incredible summary. <laughs> Football ten. boy, kind of dumb, can't recognize a woman if her eyebrows ain't showing. <laughs> Incredible. Who did you get, Howie? I got Fiona. <laughs> Queen! Three exclamation points. Willing to do anything, including spending a little coin and committing a felony for what you want. A woman in charge who ain't afraid to show off what she got. Low-key stupid, though. <laughs> <laughs> She's not completely stupid. She princed, or she princed. She she faked a whole Princeton letter. She did fake a whole Princeton. I wonder letter. if she went to Google and was like Princeton letter template, <laughs> or if she just like typed up the same letter that she had but switched out. I don't know. She did do it. I can't. I maybe I I can't. You were onto something. I was. <laughs> and then I wasn't. I just lost it. And like they call Fiona. me stupid. Kind of dumb football boy. <laughs> Who'd you get? I got Carter. Carter! Saw that one coming. What does that mean? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> An acting king. He earned that commercial. Good with the ladies. Bad at choosing costumes. Exclusively dates girls who complain a lot. Well... My result was the funniest. It was. So. It was. <laughs> so you win. I win. Oh boy. And Austin's not bad. He's just kind of like there. <laughs> As I age, I like the movie more, and Austin aims less. He does look like Chad Michael Murray a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. And that makes him very cute. Yes. But I mean, he seems. Here's the thing. They're painting Austin. We're talking about Austin. We're, talking, like, we're, we're moving on. We're moving on. We're talking about Austin. Um, they they make him be like, see, he's a nice boy. And I'm like, yeah, I think generally he is. Generally. He's like the only one of, I mean, granted, the bar is real low among his friends. But he's the only one who's like, thank you. Here's a tip. Here's yeah. this. And like, does a, like, and when she talks to him with the coffee, he's like, here's this. Thanks. Got to bounce. Which I always thought was funny. <laughs> Little me was like, nobody says that. You're dumb. After one sip of coffee. After one sip of coffee. One sip of coffee. And I always was very weirdly charmed um, when she pulls in at the car wash 
And he's like, and then you take this ticket and you do whatever. He like taps his hand on the car as he steps away in such a way that I can never recreate that. It is, it is it's a, so an simple and I don't know what he did, but I'm like, Chad, it worked. And it's one of those like distinctly male things. Yes. Only men do that little tap on things. No, I don't, what you never see it? a woman be like, tap. <laughs> like, go car wash. Because if we do, it's more like, like a, like a, Theatrical, like, like a, woo, that was like a finger tap see. rather than a full yeah, palm if, tap. If it's a full palm, it's like an exaggerated movement, intentionally exaggerated, or just a little, little finger tap. Yeah, but like I don't, I don't know what he did. Anyway, generally nice, um, but when everyone's making fun of Sam at the thing, he just yeah. like turns and looks at her, doesn't even. Like, I understand why he can't in that situation stand up and be like, everyone, shut up. Be nice to Sam. It's what he should do, but like he's a dumb high schooler. But like he he just looks at her and then like turns back. He could get and up and looks, follow her though. He could it, follow her. And he looks he looks it's, like it's that he looks like his feelings have been hurt. Yeah, somehow. and I'm like hurt by the fact that it's Sam, not hurt by the performance, right. which you would understand, but hurt by the fact that it's Sam. And he waits until at the diner with Shelby and all their friends. He waits until they are seated to in the middle to be like, I need to talk to you yeah. in private. Which that alone is something you already say like a little more like, I need to talk to you. Yeah. And then, you know, knowing that it's about to be a breakup, I feel like you should be like, I don't care if you can say anything mm. in front of your peeps. We should have this be just us. And he just breaks up with her at the table in front of everyone. So, like, Austin's not bad, but he does things where I'm like, Austin. I, he's just... That's a choice. That's a choice. I, I, I... I know he's a high schooler. He's I didn't write schooler. good things when I was in high school, but he's like, I want to be a writer. Sometimes I feel alone, even when I'm in a sea of people. And I'm like, that's what you got? That's, That's what, what you got, Princeton writer boy. That's I what mean, we're going into Princeton with. Princeton probably gets so many of oh, those. Oh, like, sure. <laughs> God, I would love to see all their high school admissions. <laughs> just all these little like emo 16-year-olds who are like, nobody understands. <laughs> I love a girl. I can't find her. Princeton, please let me do this. <laughs> if the whole of Princeton is listening... Princeton, please tell my dad it's okay if I want to go to you. That's the other fun thing is that, like, like every other movie from 2002 to 2009, they're all like, no, dad, I'm not throwing away my dream. I'm throwing away yours. I saw a Devlin post that was like, is it a mid-2000s teenage movie if this specific line isn't in the movie? Yeah. Yeah. It's like cut you off like how, three times. That's okay. Hallie mentioned that while we were watching the movie. Yeah. That because I was waiting that's, for it. <laughs> yeah, that's the line. Yeah, throwing away yours. I love his dad because he's like college brochures in your bedroom. <laughs> Not my son. Heroin. Yeah. It's like, where else college brochures? He's like, Dad, I'm just looking at college. I'm just keeping the options open. Like, Princeton. No son of mine will go to a higher education school. <laughs> Idiot. God. Football boy. Football boy. 
kind of dumb. Can't recognize a woman. (laughs) Her eyebrows ain't showing. Which, like, listen. I was thinking of this as I watched because I first... I have my own self-perception of having been so under the radar that, like, nobody knew who I was. Which, like, is possibly true to some people, but I'm, like, I went to school with these people for years and years and years. Even if they don't know me, they probably know who I am. Like, that's a thing. But I used to be like, oh, if I'm, like, at a distance and I'm, like, wearing sunglasses, people won't know who I am. But, like, they probably still did. So, like... The thing is that I, I understand sort of a certain degree of like, this person looks different. They won't recognize me or them. There will be no recognition. <laughs> except the person in the corner. Like, nobody will recognize me with sunglasses on. <laughs> and like, but I was trying to think because, so that the, I understand dumb high school thinking of yeah. like, I look different. No one's gonna know. But the thing is that that only goes one way. So I was trying to think of like the other way around. And the thing that I will give the movie is that from what we see in it, at school, she wears like these long sleeve, like dark colored shirts, like cargo pants, pants. hats, like loose jackets, yeah. and real comfortable, real great, good clothes. Oh, no, Not the against style, but like hair straight. You know, probably is not engaging with other students. It seems like Carter's her only friend. She works at the diner before and after school. Like, she's not... People would see her at the diner, I guess. But, like, all this to say, I can see how she shows up at the dance with the mask, her hair all curled Mm -hmm. when it never is, in, like, this wedding dress, which... She certainly never wears anything. And I can see... She hasn't worn that to school. That. So I can see how people might be like, is... Is that... Who is that? Because I think if there, there were some kids in my grade who like, I think there would be times where they came back after summer and they had like a completely different look. And I'd be like, is that so-and-so? Like, did... They look different, right? They look different, right? So I get it. Because she does a complete 180. I agree with you. Yes. Until Austin talks to her face-to-face after the whole party. Because her voice is the same. Her voice and is the same. And then he's at the, at the dance. He's like, how could I miss those eyes? And it's like, well, okay, but you're... I can see before. Because maybe you were looking, but not really seeing. But like now, you're just... The other thing I will give that he should have recognized the voice. Should have recognized the voice. Definitely. Especially because they were so close and it was, although just then. he was like venting. So clearly he was like, you know what the problem is with America? (laughs) So like he had a lot on his mind. But when she had the mask on, you know, it it only has the little eye holes. Mm -hmm. And you can see that like she has like makeup on underneath there and it seems like she doesn't elsewhere. Like it seems like it's a taupey color. Yeah. So so I can see, and it sounds dumb, but like, okay, not a direct comparison. Batman. <laughs> Batman has his little eye holes, so his little eyes can see. Obviously, has to like put black around his actual eyes, though, so it's not just like skin color. So I feel like even if I saw Batman and was like, wow, Batman, you have such lovely hazel eyes. 
it, I'm still not seeing it in the context of everything else with and like him without the black around it. So if I saw him, I might be like, I don't know, are you Batman or do you just also have hazel eyes? Like I don't, I don't know. Austin should have known. I feel like the problem is that the movie doesn't go out of its way to think of good excuses for Austin not to know. If it's there true. was a line where, like, after found out, he was like, "Gosh, I just I." Uh, uh, the dress was so different from your normal clothes. If he even had a line where he was like, I don't know, it's like Batman. It's like, like that would have been so funny. Do you if know they the really thing with leaned, his mask? <laughs> and the black makeup? If they like really leaned into the himbo route, yeah. I could have bought that. Would have loved it. But like they, but like Austin is dreamy and Princeton smart. And so it, it, I, I feel like the movie doesn't try hard enough to make it, to make it reasonable. Not even realistic, just reasonable that he doesn't. Or I know the movie was trying to give them a moment with it just being Sam and Austin and yeah. Sam as Sam, not Sam not in the a, costume. Not Sam Cinderella, yeah. But like, again, because he should have recognized the voice, they should have at least had like other noises happening in the diner. And that's Something why he's like, like what? So, there's See, someone's ringing the there's, bell. There's the movie didn't. Someone in the background said, <laughs> there needed to be an extra step. <laughs> some kind of extra step there. And there was, because I'm okay with like, oh man, I can't believe that I don't recognize this girl. I also wish, uh, this sounds very silly, but I wish he felt more shame at the end. We don't really get she or he. He. Not her. Oh, no. I thought you said she and I was like, I wish reason? that he felt. Sam should never. Like, <laughs> Sam should never. But like. Like he's he looks upset that she's yelling at him, but right. But because she's yelling at him, not because what she said is right, and he's like, right, yeah. It feels like great. he doesn't internalize what she is saying. He's listening, but not really hearing. Listening. You know, he's not. He doesn't get what he did wrong. He's just like, oh, she's upset, and I don't want to lose her. Great, awesome, fine. Yeah. We love the kiss in the rain on the bleachers, but Incredible. it's like Austin. I'm not entirely sure. I think it just went over your head a little bit. Wanna your very my, tall head. Want to know my, like, not very smart child thought about the scene in the bleachers with yes. the rain? I was like, so did they just film one raindrop? <laughs> <laughs> I thought that they had someone, like, shooting with, a like, little, little stopper. How did they know it was gonna hit his cheek just so? How did they like slow mo that? Little me really was like, wow. Practical effects. <laughs> <laughs> the magic of the movies. Um, David, what were your thoughts on Austin? Mm-hmm. On Austin or in the movie? In Austin. Austin. We're talking we're about Austin, Austin right now. Okay. Austin Ames, football boy. <laughs> Are you freaking out because you found out that I am Austin Ames? That's the way people talk on chat. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I just, I wish there was, I wish anyone could have a crush on anybody who isn't the football captain. Just once. Just please. You don't. Sometimes, sometimes they're the soccer captain. Sometimes not here. But not here. It's the football captain again. You got captain, you got soccer captain, and she's the man. We did. You get one soccer captain. High school musical, that's basketball. That's basketball. There you go. Look at all the difference. If you ever get around to to all the boys I loved before, lacrosse. Yeah. 
There you go. Diversity. Mm -hmm. Just not here. Not here. Not here. Gotta be football or bust. Yeah. That's how I was getting into Princeton. Mm hmm. Thought he was going to get into UCLA, but not anymore. USC. One of the U's. (laughs) Nobody, it's not Princeton. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Except for Austin's dad. Yeah. Daddy Ames. He cares. I don't know. He's he's dopey and sweet. Like the crush of every one of these movies. <laughs> Just not very bright, but sweeter than their terrible friends. And yeah, yeah. Has a has a a deep ish soul. <laughs> Eat-ish. The 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 bar is low. The bar is low for Austin to be good, which is why I like him less. As I age, I feel like if they had really leaned into the himbo, it's like Batman. Unfortunately, I really liked that comparison. If yeah, they had just really leaned into it, it would have been so funny and charming. Yeah. More than it was. But they didn't, and I'm, and I'm having a good time anyway, even though Austin is not. Austin's fine. Also, fine. the thing is that, like, little me was like, yeah, I'm rooting for Austin. He's great. Chad Michael Murray, Teen Heartthrob. Um, I always thought his, his one friend was really cute, the Ryan one. Yeah. Who, like, he gives the helmet to at the end. So I was always like, Sam's going after the wrong guy. Facts. Facts. And whenever they announce these spinoffs, I'm like, you should have done one for Ryan. Where's <laughs> <laughs> Ryan? Should've should've gone. Gone. <laughs> this is what Ryan deserves. Um, no, Austin, generally good noodle. Would be a better noodle if he had better friends. <laughs> Could be a better noodle. Could be a better noodle. Room for improvement. Room for improvement noodle. There you go. Hopefully college helps him grow as a person. Yeah. It sometimes does. Sometimes. Help people. That's Austin. That, that's Austin. That's Austin that's Ames. Him. Did you have questions? Because usually you start with questions, but I was like, we're talking about Austin. Austin. <laughs> well, I do have a question, which I think is actually... I thought it would be funny to discuss tonight. I came across a tweet this morning. A, I don't even know. They changed, okay, so this is today, Twitter got changed to X. Yeah, it's stupid. Tweets are now called Xeets or something. What? It's, yeah, it's, All right. it's an X-E-E-T. So I feel like it would almost be pronounced Zeets. Yeah, right? Yeah. Zeets. Okay. Yeah. It's dumb. That's why I didn't update Twitter. I saw it floating around, and I was like, hmm, I'm going to keep prolonging this as long as possible. Yeah. Um, So I came across a zeet this morning, and I thought it would be funny to discuss tonight. Um, It was a quote tweet of somebody else, so let's start with that one. It was from this blue check tech dude guy with hashtag Bitcoin in their profile. Oh, no. And the tweet reads, haven't watched Oppenheimer yet, but I can definitively say that the social network was indeed the first trigger to my interest in entrepreneurship. And the quote tweet of it from at Albert Braneco, uh, who is from Defector Media, is, People scoff at the idea, but I insist that watching a movie is a thing a person can be bad at. <laughs> Do you think watching a movie is a thing a person can be bad at? Asking for a friend. As an example of watching a movie being a thing that you can be bad at, 
I'd like to point to Fight Club and The Matrix, <laughs> which men are bad at watching because they completely miss the point of both films. They are. So, yes, and overwhelmingly, those people who are bad at watching movies are men. Yeah. There's my answer. Give me an A+. It also, uh, I know you haven't seen Barbie yet, but um, all the different reviews from like far right things are like has feminism gone too far or i like the one that said like deeply bizarre and anti-man and someone just had a screenshot of that and they were like me <laughs> like yes you can actually be bad at watching a movie yeah which is not Absolutely. like you can sometimes just you can watch a great movie and just be like i, I know objectively this is good I guess but, but it's, it's not, not my, my brand thing. and yeah. you can watch a bad movie and be like I know that this is not great but I'm having a ball and I don't think either of those counts is don't either of those counts that's not watching it incorrectly yeah but to be like entrepreneurship Facebook got me there I'm like, like I watched the social network and I came out wanting to be like Mark Zuckerberg no that's bad at watching a movie yeah you don't nobody finishes the social network and is like, Mark, love that guy. Yeah. Like, no, we're all like, he sucks. Yeah. yeah. Awful. And then we learn more about him in real life, and he sucks more. Yeah, he sure does. Yeah. So he I, is bad at watching. I do want to be sitting alone in my conference room refreshing my social media. Yeah. <laughs> at, at the end of Seeing if this girl I broke up with on bad terms will accept your friend request. Yeah. yeah. I feel like... There's almost a prerequisite of being bad at watching a movie, and that is being bad at being a human. Yes. So that's basically a circle. They're just missing all the points. They're just missing all the points. Like, points are being made, and they're, it's not even that they're missing them. They're, like, actively moving (laughs) to, like, miss the points. And then sometimes they're catching them and just, like, turning them over. And they're like, this is my point now, and I'm correct. And it's bad. I would add 300 to that list. There we go. Yeah, we can add 300. Yeah. Movies that men are bad at watching. Yep. Yeah. Anyways, so with that out of the way, I think this was one of the worst movies we've watched for the (laughs) podcast. (laughs) I like Cinderella. I like Cinderella stories. We watched, Hallie and I, Hallie and I watched Donkey Skin. We watched Donkey Skin. Not exactly a Cinderella analog, but the second half of the movie is. Right. Yeah. The weirder part is the second half, but it's it's a similar fairy tale. It's a similar fairy tale. Yeah. Donkey skin. Donkey skin. I remember you guys talking about this, and it sounded not like a movie for me. Well, okay. It has fantastic costumes. I think you you would like the costumes like like a bunch. Would I? It's... Yeah. Yeah. Pull up a picture. I will. Yeah, David, go for it. Um, but yeah, like Cinderella, was not a fan of a Cinderella story. I didn't, I didn't think the writing was very good. I didn't care for anyone's performance except for Jennifer Coolidge. It she felt like great. it dragged on forever. And Jennifer was having fun. Fiona was the only one that I liked. <laughs> yeah, you didn't I mean, like the, Rhonda. I liked Rhonda too. That's not fair. I did like Rhonda a lot. You didn't like the girl who was doing the morning announcements? She was so cool. She was kind of cool. Yeah. But Jennifer Coolidge really sort of 
stole the show. I mean, the plot, the plot really is based did. around Hilary Duff, famously attractive teen star Hilary Duff, being an outcast because she has an after-school job at the popular diner where everyone goes to hang out. That's the only reason people don't like her. But it's California where everybody's rich. Ah, but is it a movie about class warfare? No, because <laughs> Fiona, Stan's stepmom and guardian, is also rich. She's also, I mean, she's rich enough to go get pampered all the time and eat all of the world salmon. Yeah. <laughs> so, but it's like, but it's like, the teenager doesn't have access to the wealth. And so she herself isn't cool. It doesn't make any sense when it holds up when I said it out loud. Don't worry about it. Yeah. I just... It's... Like... I just got the vibes that she was, like, kind of shy. And because she was kind of shy, she didn't have many friends. And for that, they were, like, ostracizing. Called her diner girl. Yeah. So, like... It's not even like, oh no, famously attractive Hillary Duff is the ugly duckling here, and that's why she's friendless. I just got vibes that she's just kind of like doing her own thing. She, Sam is focusing on Sam, and Sam's a little shy, and Sam is just trying to get through to get out, so Sam's not really focused on popularity things. I don't know, it seems like... She doesn't have a social life because she's being abused by her stepmother. That's part of it. By so like, working at the diner so all the So you can time. see why people might be like, bro, so cool, you work at that diner that mm-hmm. we love? And she'll be like, it's a nightmare. And they're like, oh. You're That's, not cool anymore. I'll get a side of fries, you forever please. now. Yeah. I don't know. Well, and they probably go to their friends and they're like, I don't know, she's kind of weird. And I just wanted some onion rings. I mean, I didn't really need like a... Like a I didn't necessarily need a justification no. for Sam being bullied. It was, I find that the reason kids are bullied in teenage movies is always just so dumb. Dumb. Yeah. Yeah. It's just so bad. And so I was like, this is just part of the trope. Just, this is part of the trope. Is. Yeah. I, I do like, hate the, the play scene. I, I, it doesn't make any sense to me. Nor why a teacher wouldn't put a stop the, to the it. The pep rally? Yeah, the pep rally. Yeah. They at least, yeah. I was, for a moment, I thought that, because the teacher was sitting behind Austin, and for a moment, I thought that she had been smiling along, but mm-hmm. I just, like, misread it. Because you look at her again, and she clearly is, like, upset with the whole thing. Not yeah. stopping it. Again, but, though. I mean, in her defense, I will say that, like, it seems like a story, and then it clearly seems a little mm-hmm. targeted, but it probably isn't until the end that it's like, oh, oh, this is specifically a student. Yikes. And then by that point, the damage is done. I'm not saying teachers shouldn't intervene. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, it's like, I have found that all teenage rom-coms coming of age stories have had this flaw for me i'm like this doesn't make any sense yeah i hate everything this doesn't this doesn't make any sense but i'm also a very kind-hearted person and so i was just like part of the charm yes don't look at me like that are you saying i'm not a kind-hearted person a question i have for david directly pertains to that statement continue on are you done you don't need a reason or an excuse for these little teeny bopper movies. No, I just that was just part of what their formula is, and I do wish it was better. I'd like to see a teenage movie where some kind of popular rivalry made any kind of sense, 
But it's also that kind of cruelty doesn't make sense to begin with. No. The world is just a Teenagers. But I would like to see something more reasonable that I can at least emotionally get behind, emotionally understand. Yeah. It bothers me too. But like, I don't know, he's charming. Okay, go ahead. Kristen. Which one's worse, this or the duff? You didn't like either. So I made a list of all the teen movies that we've watched to this point. Oh, can you list them? Because I don't They remember. are. What a Girl Wants, mm-hmm. She's the Man, The Duff, High School Musical, Love, Simon, Jennifer's Body, I guess? I would not count that, but mm-hmm. okay. I, it's like a teen... It's not the same. It's not the same. <laughs> Clueless, The Princess Diaries, Twilight, maybe? Mm-hmm. Mean Girls, maybe The Fault in Our Scars, and A Cinderella Story. Yeah. Those are the ones. Yeah. This might be the worst of them. <laughs> Interesting. Really, because I... I didn't like the Duff either. I hated the Duff a lot more than this one. Which is my follow-up. Yeah. And you're like, I'm a kind person. I'm forgiving. Uh-huh. And that whole episode, <laughs> you were like, we didn't get to see her with her friends. We didn't get to see this backstory. We didn't get to see this and this and this. And I'm like, the whole point of the movie is that she's not talking to her friends. I remember, I went home I don't, and I vented about, like, you should have heard their bad takes about the duff. Wait, I don't see how, like, you're not kind. You wanted her to spend time with your friends. No, because you friends. phrased it in the sense of, like, I'm kind-hearted, so I forgive that they're just being, it's just a class, it's a little, it's a high school movie, it's a trope, it's a thing that they do, it's fine that it's not followed through. Or it doesn't make much sense. And then with the Duff, you were like, I hate it because it doesn't make much sense. And this and this. Okay, the Duff didn't have an overall charm that corrected it for me, though. This one does. There are, like, enough other parts of this movie that just aren't realistic that I'm like, yeah, this one's fine. But the Duff... The the, the Duff didn't have the same airiness to it. Like, the Duff was trying to be really down-to-earth. And a Cinderella, I don't think a Cinderella story even tries. Um, did you rank them? It didn't. I just pulled up my outline for the Duff. I also gave it about a three. Hmm. And the three is about where I would put Cinderella story. But is it like a 3.1 or 3.0 if a Cinderella story is worse? Do we want the decimal points? Ooh, I don't know. Pulling out the decis. <laughs> it's, been, it's been a long time since we watched the Duff, so... We can I watch would, it again. Yeah, I'd have to go back and like watch it back to back, which I'm not gonna do. So <laughs> I think you should. Yeah. You'd have um, a lot of fun. I didn't care for She's the Man either. What a girl wants, I think, is maybe one of the better ones that we've seen. You really like the Princess Diaries. Maybe I not really like, liked, but you I liked mean, it. yeah, I like the Princess Diaries. That one is up there too. Love Simon. I think that one's up there as well. Yeah. Yeah, this one is not bottom. Bottom third of the right. of the ones that we've watched. Not where I would put it. Yeah, but I mean, that's, that's okay. Fine. I mean, it's just you can be wrong. That's your right. Yeah, it is. It is kind of like a cliche after another, though. Like, there's of course there's like three mean girls that are nasty to Sam for no reason. Everything comes in threes. Of course, there's like the pep rally where she gets humiliated for no reason. Because children are mean. Yeah, and then there's like. The uncomfortable early 2000 thing where, like, I don't know, it treats 
black people as some sort of strange curiosity in all white San Fernando Valley. Yeah. Like Carter's yeah. Snoop Dizzle outfit at the yeah. beginning, whenever he interacts with Rhonda. Yeah. It's just not it's not good. There were it's there were various parts that did not age well. Oh, and good. not that they were good to begin with, yeah. but like it has only gotten worse. Yeah. yeah. Like, okay, are there things I liked about the movie? Yes. Such as? There are always things I can find that I enjoy in these movies. Lots of good late 90s tunes. Got a little bit of Goo Goo Dolls. Got some Edwin McCain in there. Good costumes at the ball. I like the guy that showed up as a lobster. Yeah. That was great. I thought the Siamese twin slash cat, yeah. like conjoined twin, that was a funny gag. Yeah. Like I said, I thought Fiona was very good as the villain. I, I could I felt like uh, Jennifer Coolidge was having a good time. She really was. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, you you are now free to tell me why I'm wrong about this movie. <laughs> oh, I was but. just gonna say that like a fun fact according to the IMDb trivia, but it's true is that someone at the dance is dressed as the Statue of Liberty, but it's like the same dress that they see in Miss Congeniality when they're all dressed mm-hmm. as the Statue of Liberty yeah. during the show. So yeah. I was like, oh, fun. And then two, this soundtrack is incredible. Yeah, like I was listening to it and I was like, wow, great. Love it. Ten out of ten. If you are like, what is Kristen's music taste? It's this. And also the Jennifer's Body soundtrack. <laughs> it's those two <laughs> together. That's me. Yeah. It's so good. Lots of from on the on the C D, there's lots of Hillary and Haley Duff. Yeah. As well as uh who else was there that I thought you would... Jesse McCarthy? Yeah. yeah. Josh Kelly? It's a bopping soundtrack. It's great. And then, a cla- or of course, the classic Jimmy Eat World song, Hear You Me. Yeah. That's them, right? I didn't get that wrong. Uh, yes, that's not on the CD, though. No, it's reason. not. Isn't that weird? Yeah, it is I still weird. think that that is, like, one of the best music choices for a dramatic scene. Just because, like... Okay, does the song the lyrics fit what's happening? No. Do the vibes? Yes. <laughs> Sometimes the vibes matter more. Like, just the the song that's building, and she's leaving the stadium, and it's raining, yeah. and his, his ex-girlfriend and his dad are going like, Austin! <laughs> and he's running... And I'm like, oh, this is so good. This is so this dramatic. Is I think about this sometimes. Just like the scene. It's good. It's a fun time. Another thing I think about, um, specifically when we had a drought like a month or two ago, because there was someone who lives near me who kept having the sprinkler going and their lawn looked green. And I just kept thinking when she's like, Fiona, we're in a drought. We're supposed to be conserving water. Droughts are for poor people, People. Sam. (laughs) Yeah. And I just like every time I walked past that house, I was like, you are Fiona. From a Cinderella that's not, story. We love Fiona. We love that's Fiona. That's not good. This is not a compliment. Right? No. <laughs> and then, of course, I mean, it, the movie just has so many fun little good parts. We already said it, but the, like, you're not very pretty and you're not very bright. I think of that all the time. <laughs> Whenever I have to deal with anyone who's dumb, yeah. my brain automatically goes, you're not very pretty. And you're not very bright. We say it to each other. Yeah. <laughs> very often. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a good It's a good go-to line. And the delivery is impeccable. Impeccable. I don't know. Just like, 
I think sometimes you just want a good cliche movie. It's true. Unpopular girl, popular boy. Oh man. He doesn't, they don't know who each other are. Is. <laughs> Neither one sounded good, so my brain's like, pick one, and I just wrong. That's on their Princeton, like, application. Like, I met him at a bar, we don't know who the <laughs> other, each other are. Is. <laughs> is. Those are on the Princeton essays. I, I want, want to be a writer. <laughs> I want to write, I am nomad. Um, and... Sometimes you just want a little something cheesy. That's true. I just, I just, I... I also sometimes think anything is possible if you just believe. (laughs) But specifically the way he says it at the end. Which does not have enough inflection, I think, for a commercial. No. It does not. I cut you off. Um, I think about, about, um... Never let the fear of striking out keep you from playing the game. (laughs) It's, there's nothing wrong with that being like an important saying in the movie or being under the wall. It just it just feels so cliche when she says it. You it's know? because it has fallen. We have already seen it. The yep. message has been received. And then she and still then she is repeats. like, never let the fears um, one thing I will say, love Hilary Duff. It it seemed like her shoulders were like slightly tensed the entire movie, and I was like, please relax. Okay, but can I mean she's she's, she's overworked. She's overworked. She she's has stressed. reason to be stressed. Yeah. But I'm like, girl. Okay, but listen, her her hair is wonderful. It's so wonderful. Love that haircut. Love it. Love it so much. And I'm always like, when she like wakes up from her desk because she's been up all night yeah. doing homework or whatever, and then she goes to work the early shift because yeah. their school starts at noon, I guess, and then yeah. and then she does all this. I'm like, there is no way. I would mean I my hair would be maintained. I'd be breaking her skin is fine. Skin's fine. Hair is fine. She apparently has time for the skincare routine and the and the showering and the styling yeah. and I'm just like, God, what must it be like? Obviously she's an actress and they made her look pretty for the movie. Yes. But like but like were were we just suspending belief for a second? Like God Sam. She just has like the perfect like PC bangs. That like are in her eyes, but in a way that looks nice. But not instead of it an being like, way. move your hair. Right, you can still see her eyes yeah. and her face. Yeah. They're just so. I can't describe it. Um, I did think it was funny how they're like, she has to go live in the attic now. Oh, such a cute because room. I'm like, one, it's a cute room, yeah. and two, I'm like, and if I hated my family, I'd be happy to have a room farther away from them. I get that the attic probably isn't good and her other room was better yeah. but I'm like if they're gonna take over a whole floor now I have a whole floor to myself there's there something go. very romantic about an attic bedroom probably because it's associated with things like Cinderella but yeah. it is a nice I do also I like love her bed it. it's a nice bed I do also love that at the end um she just sells Fiona's cars which yeah, like beautiful, deserved given how she's been treated for the last eight years mm-hmm. But truly, just coming for the cars, coming for the house, it's beautiful. coming for everything. It's funny too because, like, I mean, her car is fine. I don't think it had any car trouble during the movie, but it's like I'd sell the older car and then keep 
the fancy one, but maybe she but doesn't want it because it's associated like, with you know, more money. We'll her car is like a classic car, though. Is it? I don't know cars, man. It I'll looks car. It looks classic. It looks like I don't know anything about cars either. I don't know anything about cars either, but like, it looks like a fancy car from like the sixties or something. I like the big wheel. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Never mind. Then it was the right choice to sell yeah. Fiona's car. I think she should sell all the cars. Just full stop. Yeah. All of them. All of them. I lived without a car for several years. And how was it? It was great. Great. Though I was in I was in California in a city that's sort of designed to be bikeable. So I We just, need more bikeable cities. We do. A car. Yeah. What do you need a car? We have to in... take the red car for a nickel. That's from Roger Rabbit. It's on our list. What? I don't remember that. It's on our list? It's on our list. Yes. Because it's really good. Because you haven't seen it. I haven't. That's why it's on the list. Okay, (laughs) then you would not have gotten that quote, but it was a really good reference, I assure you. Great. Yeah. I'm curious as to where this falls in your ranking of the teen movies. Can I I see the list of them? I think you've chosen all of them. Um, I think... The Princess Diaries was a mutual decision. Mm-hmm. Okay, these are. I'm probably the instigator who's like, "Let's watch this." Yeah. Love Simon was directly me. Yes. A Cinderella story also in that list somewhere, but that's the one we're talking about today, so I didn't write it down. The thing is, like, it's probably at the bottom of the list of these, but I don't dislike it. I just, you know me, I love a little teen rom-com movie. I think they're fun. I always think they're fun. Yeah. Um, I d- okay, what, what would your top about? three be? Of these? Yes. Oh, God. Of the ones we've watched. I'll read the list again for the listeners while you're thinking. They are A Cinderella Story, tonight's episode, What a Girl Wants, She's the Man, The Dolph, High School Musical, Love, Simon, we'll skip Jennifer's Body, <laughs> Clueless. <laughs> The Princess Diaries, Mean Girls, The Fault in Our Stars. I have two, but I'm torn on the third because sometimes it's just what you're in the mood for. Sometimes they're tied and it just depends on the day. Yeah. It just depends on the day. All right, so what's the, what are the two? The Duff and Love Simon. The two I specifically was like, we have to watch these, add them to the list. And then today, what are you feeling for number three? If I had to pick today, Right now. You do. The Princess Diaries. Okay. It was between that, She's the Man, and Clueless. So like half the list. (laughs) Yeah, but like vying for the third spot. Because sometimes you want something like She's the Man is kind of a little more like dumb slapstick. Not Mm -hmm. dumb slapstick, but like it has so many good lines. Yeah. Brothers? Bros? Brother? (laughs) I mean, there's a lot just from that. Um, <laughs> and then Clueless, just a timeless classic. Mm-hmm. But The Princess Diaries, I think, is that perfect sweet spot of came out at the exact right time to be very influential. The Duff is, I, I am Bianca. So. Um, Cinderella Story is definitely in the top third for me. Okay. But so I think our stars last. My mm-hmm. top three. It's not last. What's last? I don't. Probably the tough. <laughs> I forgot that you also didn't like it. 
um, Mean Girls. High School Musical. And depending on the day, Princess Diaries or Clueless. Upsetting that our third pick is the comprised same. the same movies. I know. Um, and even then, I don't know, it's, it's, it's hard because The Duff and Love, Simon are definitely, you know, more modern rom-coms um, than 2004. I mean, they're not super recent. The Duff was like 20... Fifteen, sixteen. Love Simon, twenty seventeen. Like, they're more recent. Yeah. But I don't know. Sometimes you just want like a, a cheesy thing. I almost. The thing is that each one of those, as I was going through, I'm like that one, that one, that one, that one. I can't pick them all. What a girl wants. I like loved, and every now and then I just get in the mood to watch it. I'm so glad I own it. <laughs> It's so good. I thought of it today. <laughs> Just because. <laughs> Someone mentioned Colin Firth. And I was like, Colin Firth's the best role. What a girl wants. <laughs> Maybe not. I don't know, David. You're either, you either lean into the cheese or you don't. And you clearly don't. I think... This brand of cheese. This, this brand of cheese is not, it's not my brand of it's cheese. It's not your provolone. <laughs> it's not. It's not... Gouda. It's not your preferred balloon. Everyone's in cheese, man. What's your favorite cheese? My favorite's Gouda. Yeah. 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 It's just. They're all so good. <laughs> Many of them are so Many, good. They're all so good. <laughs> I would not be surprised if there's a. A teen rom comma out there that I would genuinely enjoy. Like there are. Do all the boys have them? He would hate it. <laughs> he would like it. I don't think he would hate it. It's gonna score higher than this in the top. I think he'd enjoy it. I have to watch it again. But I'll tell you the one part when we watch it. I'll tell you the yeah. one part that won me over to Peter. Okay. Anyway. Okay. Continue. I yeah. cut you off. Like there, are, there are like rom-com rom-coms that I enjoy it's not that I'm anti the whole genre it's just that most of the teen movies that we've seen so far they all feel very similar and it's a similar that I'm not yes Kristen I have a two-part question for (laughs) you one is what aside from just the high school setting of it all what separates um like what? Why? Why are the teen ones bad for you, but other rom coms better? It seems like generally you will tend to rank these lower. Not to say that there aren't good teen rom coms that are going to make it higher, or random non teen rom coms that are going to be lower. But I feel like generally you're going to skew regular rom coms higher, teen ones lower. What's aside from the high school setting? What? What? Why? And then the other question is you think that there could be a good teen rom-com that you could like. Build your teen rom-com. What, mm-hmm. what tropes would you want to see to make it good for you? So. First one is like, what do they get wrong? Yeah. Second one is, what could they do to get it right? I think they make the mistake that some 
animation used to make which is like this is for kids therefore it can be dumb and like we don't have to put any real effort into it like because we're marketing it towards this certain audience there's a lot of things that we can just rehash the same thing over and over we can use the same formula over and over and who cares it's gonna sell like it's, it's one of those things that like so I used to be a big Stephen King fan. Like you used to be. When I was in like middle school and stuff. I read a lot of Well, I just I started reading other things and oh. like you know, I, I'm not I'm not anti Stephen mm-hmm. King, okay. but like a lot of the time, like a lot of his later books, they got much longer, a lot of them. Um, though he did have some earlier books like The Stand is like a million pages. But it was one of those things that like it happens with other popular writers too where once you've made a name for yourself and you've like written some good things nobody's going to edit you anymore like this will this thing will sell Mm -hmm. so we don't have to put much work into it it's just like the name sells itself and i think that happens sometimes with like teen stars sometimes like hillary duff is in this so if you're a hillary duff fan you'll go and see it if you're a fan of like the Disney Channel original movies or like Disney stuff, like they have Disney has its like group of teen stars and stuff. Yeah. And like, you know, that'll sell and you don't have to like worry about writing a good script or <laughs> like, you know, putting much work into it because it, you're going to make your money back. Okay. Um, and I think that's an unfortunate trap that a lot of these have sort of fallen into not all of them like i think there are teen tropes in like love simon but i feel like that one had more heart to it Mm -hmm. and there was more like princess diaries too anyways i'm just sort of rambling at this point what would my ideal teen rom-com look like yes i think okay there would be no sports (laughs) (laughs) There would be no sports. The LARPers and the chess club. <laughs> AV club. Yeah. They're gonna they're gonna make a, a, a film. And I also understand that like this is not your genre, so I know that building your preferred one doesn't mean you're gonna yeah. automatically have it be a one hundred, but just like what would you like to see? Just yeah. Yeah. I think the time frame being in high school, the time frame is also like like one of the ones that I like a lot is when Harry met Sally, which takes mm-hmm. place over like many years in new york mm-hmm. like it, it starts when like the two of them first like they're both new to new york and they meet each other and they don't really like each other and then they run into each other again like several years later and it's like oh well maybe we can be friends and harry is very much like well men and women can't be friends that's like one of the big theses of mm-hmm. the movie is like no there's always going to be some sort of sexual tension one way or another and like men and women can't be friends and then there's you know, they sort of go their separate ways again and they each have, like, their own relationships and then they become something like friends and, like, you know, there's a lot of... I don't know. The relationship develops over time, which is maybe a thing that would be difficult to do in high school because... You could do freshman to senior. You could do freshman to senior and I think that would be an interesting way to do it. Though, of course, being high school, you've probably known these people since, like, middle school or earlier. Like, you maybe have grown up with these people. So, I don't know. Is there a is there a teen movie that actually starts in like elementary school? New boy comes to town. 
in the third grade <laughs> makes bad impression on girl. They don't like each other. Suddenly it's middle school. Everyone is racked by hormones. Maybe they reconsider their relationship. Still don't like each other. But now it's high school. They've sort of befriended each other through their mutual interests. Uh, they're both in AV club, as I mentioned earlier. <laughs> and through the act and art of making films, they sort of start seeing something in each other. It is friends to lovers, which I know you don't like. I was about to say follow up when you said like, oh, they didn't get along in elementary school. Middle school, it's like fine. And then whatever. Do you want it to be a friends to lovers, a nothing to lovers, or like an enemies to lovers? Mm-hmm. Um, Do they have to dislike each other? Be friends, like at the start, or just th- absolutely think nothing of the other person. They are not a blip <laughs> on their radar. Um, I think any of those could work. Okay. Yeah. Um, the thing is, a show comes to mind, but even that's yeah. not teenagers. Like the show starts because she's coming back for her ten-year high school reunion. Mm-hmm. But in that one, there had been a fairly new kid, and they were like sort of friends. And then their senior year. They like kind of sort of little flirtation thing, and then nothing happened. Then ten years later, they come back, and there's a thing. Mm-hmm. And it's Roswell, New Mexico. The new show, not the one from the early two thousands. Um, and one of them's an alien. What? Yeah, How did you good. guess? That'd be good. How did you guess? Um, so that one's fun. I'm trying to think. I don't think there is one that matches that. But every time you say AV Club, I think of. John Tucker Must Die, which you would just hate so much. <laughs> That's but on our John list, Tucker too. Must Die is so fun. I know. You would just <laughs> it's hate so, it. But you might enjoy some parts of the it. Parts the parts that are in the AV club, <laughs> you would enjoy. I think what you might enjoy about John Tucker Must Die is that it isn't it isn't falling into the, like, we have Hilary Duff or we have Amanda yeah. Bynes trap of, like, you we have this we have secured this star and yeah. we know that they have this specific audience and ergo therefore because there's no one I mean like Britney Snow has, but it is Britney like, Snow like we she's not a cult Sophia person. Bush was yeah. from One Tree Hill Penn Badgley had already mm-hmm. established himself I think yeah he was already on Gossip Girl by that point so like it had people who you were like interested who in plays, who plays her mom oh no no the one who lives oh Jenny McCarthy. Yeah. Her. Um, so, I mean, big So, like, it has a name. It has people you know. Um, but even then, I don't... When A Cinderella Story came out, I was a big Hilary Duff fan. I grew up on Lizzie McGuire. I, like, went to the Hilary Duff concerts, all these other things. So, like, yeah. I was going to go see A Cinderella Story. She was the demographic. And I was probably going to, like... I was the demographic. Yeah. It worked. I had a blast. Yeah. Yeah. But, like... I think with this movie, because it's aged up too, and it doesn't have that specific thing, you can sit there and be like, oh, Britney Snow, Sophia Bush, Pam Badgley. Okay, good cr- I could go see it, but I feel like it would also have to look good. Mm-hmm. Like, it could have all those people, but I'm like, this looks dumb. Like, I'm not going to go see it. It doesn't have the same immediate draw. Mm-hmm. And then again, because it's aged up. Um, I don't think your problem is that things are like... It, it's it's like you said, like the kids thing of sort of like, mm-hmm. oh, we can do whatever and it's going to sell and it's going to be fine. And yeah. I don't think this has quite that same It doesn't factor. quite have that. So yeah. you might like John Tucker Must Die from that perspective. Yeah. Um, I, think, I think too, like, 
there's there's a fantasy high school that exists only in teen movies. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it always sort of drives me nuts. <laughs> I would want to make... I don't know if... I mean, it, it's it's a movie. I don't know that you could really make, like, a realistic high school or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, like, the the one that exists where... Someone's always holding a pep rally and making fun of everybody yeah. and like and like somebody gets embarrassed in front of the whole school and like I haven't seen it in many, many moons. And again, it's like a little more aged up. It's not quite as whatever. Have you probably not. Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist? I've heard of it. And I've heard that it's pretty good. It's pretty good. There's no like it's Michael Sarah and Kat Dennings. Neither one of them is the popular kid. Like Right. So you have that going, and it's they're in high school. They do they even go to the same high? Have you seen it? I know, fun little movie. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they even go to the same high school, but it doesn't like take place at high school. They're mm-hmm. trying to find a band that they both like. That's like this underground thing. That's like having mm-hmm. a secret show, and they're like, we have to get there. Yeah, you might like that one. Yeah, I mean that sounds like more your brand. It sounds like something different okay enough that like like i don't I, i'm not anti high school movies about high school yeah it's like the specific like even heathers is like this like mm-hmm. and heathers is a super weird movie it <laughs> but it is still set in the fantasy high school that all these things are set in like like a spin on that is like the breakfast club yeah you've got Kids are in high school, yeah. though none of the actors are high schoolers. <laughs> it's kind of like a, a bottle episode, almost. They're all yeah. stuck in detention, and we learn about their lives. And, like, there's there's an interesting thing that happens with that. Um, okay, so you don't want sports. No sports. And you don't want stereotypical high school, if at all possible. Yeah. And, or, like, and fantasy high school. Fantasy high school, yeah. Which no, no fantasy high school. Some, I feel like fantasy high school is just stereotypical high school with the volume turned up. Oh, yeah. Sure. So, yeah. Okay. That's Anything not my else? brand. AV Club. You did say that. Yeah. 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 It doesn't have to be AV Club. It does. But yeah, it could I gave be. you two options and be. you immediately said AV Club. Yeah. So. And I want, like, the ro- romance is, is fine. We can do, like, we could make a, a teen rom com specifically. Um, but I would like something something that sounds like your description of um, Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist, mm-hmm. where it's not focused necessarily on like clicks and the politics of high school and mm-hmm. like people are being mean to each other. Like no, like we've got high school kids, but they're interested in something mm-hmm. <laughs> other than like the horse race of who's in favor with whom and who's dating whom. Like, there has to be something more. Okay. Kids, kids have, like... Kids have... Kids have more depth. interests. They have yeah. interests. That... I don't know. Do they? Do they? Some some of them do. I'm joking. A lot of them do. Let's ask the Princeton people. Let's ask them. That's a lot of essays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I think that would, that would be important, too, that there would have to be more than the popularity contest. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I'm all it over. Kids, yeah. Kids get painted with a real broad brush in a lot of these, where it's like, you're a jock, you're a popular and also mean girl because you're popular, Mm -hmm. you're the outcast. 
Their version of like adding dimension is being like you're a jock, but you, you like to, to you want to go to Princeton. You like to sing. You like yeah. to yeah. bake. Like they do one thing that's just a different hobby that is unrelated. Yeah, it's, and it's like, a hobby. See, and they the... contain multitudes, which is true, but like you. And then they always have to. More. They always have to choose between like choose. jockness and being a singer yeah and it's like you could do <laughs> just please you could do both um, to be fair high school musical does end with troy bolton doing both but what you're saying reminds me of a post i saw once of someone from another country whether it was england or australia i don't know mm. um <laughs> so so close so close <laughs> so you're but like in it's not the first high school musical but there's one where troy is just like on a wall somewhere oh. right that is the first one. It is the first one. Yeah. He, they also, in the third one, have the big posters, like huge banners. Okay. But in the first one, it's like on the wall and she's just like, Joy, okay. looking at like, it's like his pupil is the size of her head. One <laughs> of those two. And, um, and someone's like, I don't think that you guys understand how much this movie messed me up. We all thought <laughs> that America truly did this. That American <laughs> high schools had their students plastered on the walls if they were good at sports <laughs> and i what you're saying reminds me of that the thing is that like yeah. they're not plastered on the walls but we all know that like the popular sporty kids everyone everyone knows them they may as well be plastered on the walls i don't know about they may okay, as well but be you plastered were on like, the walls I was barely so, present in high school. I was a ghost. You don't so it remember anything. I don't remember anything or anyone. <laughs> I was, in fact, in the AV club. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I'm not the best person to ask. In college, I was going to make a rom-com with a friend who lived across the hall in my freshman dorm. Mm-hmm. We were going to write the best romantic comedy ever yeah as you do <laughs> which is what we called it and that was the working title nice <laughs> and that's really really subversive yeah call it bryce for short nice um but it was basically so somebody falls in love and they're gonna gets engaged and they're gonna get married but he has this sort of existential crisis okay. where he's like well, how do I know that she's the one? I've dated so many other people. Mm-hmm. And, like, I've had relationships before. I sort of thought they were the one. You know, I thought there was a potential there. Yeah. I need to go and find all of my exes and talk with them again and okay. find out what went wrong or, like, why. Like, could, could it have been one of them? Mm-hmm. I need to go and do that. Let's go on a road trip. And his best friend is like... This is a terrible idea, <laughs> that's, that's but a, I'll go with you to keep you from fucking doing everything a worse, up. A worse thing. Yeah. Um, so the two of it's like a road trip movie. The yeah. two of them go. The voice of reason and okay. the guy who's like having the existential crisis. Yeah. And the voice of reason is also texting with the fiance and trying to like keep her from freaking out yeah. as as her husband to be is like on this dumb quest okay so he she knows what the quest is yeah okay and i think i think the working ending was she gets like he gets back and she's like what are you even doing like this isn't gonna work like how how could you like this was totally stupid yeah (laughs) and he's like 
but I know that I love you now. And she's like, I knew that I loved you before. Like, what? Yeah, I didn't have to go talk to all my exes to figure that out. Yeah. What? And I'm then, uh, Bryce. The best romantic comedy ever. Oh. Haven't heard of it. Yeah. Since so David wrote it. Yeah. Well, we were going to write it. Okay. <laughs> it was one of those college things that, like, yeah. we talked about it a lot, but then when it came time to put words to the page, it never happened. But, um, there was potential. There was. Road trip movie. Yeah. Lots of, like, awkward scenes with... <laughs> Women? <laughs> with his, this guy, like, talking to his exes, some mm-hmm. of which he's probably never seen in, like, 10 or 15 years yeah. or whatever. And then being like, I don't know, like, we dated for six months. <laughs> Thoughts on that? Yeah. But like, what the fuck? Yeah. And him just making bad decisions well his friend is like you really shouldn't do this you've got someone who loves you back home yeah. you should go and be, with, be her. with her yeah does she leave him at the end yeah good yay <laughs> yeah and uh he doesn't really i mean he he learns a lesson <laughs> it's okay. not it's not what he was hoping to learn yeah. uh which was like the nature of love yeah. <laughs> it's like Maybe I should not be a douche. Not be the worst. Yeah. I don't know. It's one of those things that, like, you take it to the studio and they'd probably be like, let's have this test ending and see how audiences like yeah. it. And audiences will be like, no, they shouldn't be together. Probably. Like, it's not a romantic comedy if they don't wind up together. But maybe the voice of reason winds up with her or something. Mm-hmm. That would be the stupid version. That would be a really, really terrible. That would be the dumb yeah. version. I would like, like that. Like, the friend that is along for the ride is, like, actually, maybe I'll try dating her. Like, no, that seems dumb. But, like... Seems antithetical to his reasonable personality. Yeah. But... I thought it was a good idea. It sounds like... like it sounds it. like it could still be a good idea. We Probably should... never going to get written. Not with but, that attitude. No. Also, some... Not many. Some rom-coms do end up with them breaking up, such as the movie The Breakup. Okay. That's true. That is, a, yeah. that is a rom-com. I haven't well, seen it in forever. I was going to say, we should push up. He's just not that into you. It's so good. <laughs> it's an adult rom-com. But, like, it's... it's. I don't want to say more interesting than it's, a normal rom-com because that demotes the normal rom-com. Know. But it's got a lot going on in it. I don't know how you feel about the... Have you seen Love Actually? Have we talked about this? No. I. But the only thing I know about Love Actually is that essay I sent you. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I'm sorry, that's a that's a me thing, not a you thing. Um, but like you know, the whole story where it follows, or the whole thing where it follows, like a couple different stories, and somehow they are all interconnected. It's mm-hmm. that sort of a thing. It's that kind so of it thing. follows like multiple characters instead of one, which will either be better because there's a better chance of you liking at least stories one. that you at least one story. Yeah. Or that's going to be worse because now instead of disliking one story, you, you dislike, dislike all of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think we should also bump up John Tucker Must Die. <laughs> just, just, we should just, just bump up both of them. Yeah. Have a whole but I think, I think we'd better do John Tucker first because I, I think he's going to like, he's just not that into you more than John Tucker. Probably. Yeah. I feel like that's a safe bet. So we should reward him Isn't after making like him unhappy. characters in 
She's just not that into more than characters <laughs> in John Tucker Must Die. And I'm here to ruin it for all of yes, you. So there's oh, I vaguely yes, remember this. There's an essay by Lindy West. It's quite famous. It was published on Jezebel called I Rewatched Love Actually and I'm Here to Ruin It for All of You. And it's just, it's just Lindy West. Hugh Grant, uh, Hugh Grant. He was Des- the, he was the name I read. Of the yeah, love, actually, I've um, read I've read the I've not watched the movie. I read the essay like several times. It's very funny. Well, that actually is like fine. I'm not gonna be mad yeah. if someone puts it on. It. I don't get to the holiday season and think I've gotta watch Love Actually. Yeah. Um, it's fine. I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read the first paragraph. It's good. We open. In a fucking airport. <laughs> a fucking airport. Of course, Love Actually, the apex of cynically vacant, faux-motional, cash-grab garbage cinema would hang its big metaphor on the bleak, empathy-stripped cathedral of turgid bureaucracy known as the airport. Of course. And then, of course, Hugh Grant's voice pipes in to tell us how inspiring and magical the airport is. Because when you're at the airport, you can't help but notice that, quote, love actually is all around. The fucking airport. <laughs> it's also funny because this was like, when did when did this come out? I don't actually know that I've seen Love Actually. I think I'm confusing it with Love Actually is not the one with Steve Carell and Emma Stone. No. Which that one? Crazy Stupid Love. Crazy Stupid Love. Another great one. I confuse them a lot. Okay. Which is weird. I don't they I don't think they're similar. No. <laughs> um, but like it's funny because they show the airports and you know it has like people rushing up to greet them yeah. and all these other things. And I'm like, oh airports aren't like that anymore. It's a nice romanticized version of yeah. an airport. People um, just want to get out of the airport we, so you much. You can't Big airports these yeah. days, Mm-mm, you can't just let people no, go up to no. the gate and like stand there with a sign. That's not, not how this anymore. works. Not in this modern world. Except for the freaking Fort Myers Airport. Alarming. Did not. You still can't go right up to the gate, but like I'm accustomed to you go into an airport, you go through security like immediately. And then they have, you know, like the restaurants and the gates and whatnot. This one had all the restaurants first. Like you, if you wanted, you could just be like, oh, I'm going to go to Chili's at the airport. That's how they and just to be. go in. Yeah. And, just go hang out at the airport. And then when you get to your gate, then you go through security and then you're in there. Mm-hmm. And it was bad. It was a bad system. <laughs> Mostly because I'm unaccustomed to it. And I was like, oh, I had time to kill. But, like, the security line's kind of long. So yeah. I want to make sure I get through that first. But there were... I, I missed all the big restaurants. Because once, once yeah. you're in your gate, you can't just, like, go... You can, but then you're going to have to re-go through right. security. And yeah. I don't know and that's, that's going to set off some sort of thing. Like, oh, she already went through this. Why is she going through again? Um, so I had worse food options. Bad. Bad. Fort Myers Airport. Not a good time. Fort Myers Airport. had a bad time. You're on notice. I had some good times. I got to have breakfast on the veranda right by the Gulf of Mexico each day. I did a little day trip to um, the beach and I nuked my eyes even though I had sunglasses on. But the next day I was like, Christ, why are they burning? And it's because I was reading at the beach. And so the sunlight on my book, yeah. again, even with sunglasses, it was just intense. And yeah. it was a white sand beach. So it was just bright everywhere. Yeah. There were some lows, but there were some highs. 
Okay. There were some highs. But, uh, I was thinking when you were talking about going back to the movies, sort of, about how, like, one thing sells, so they're like, oh, we don't edit you as much anymore. Mm -hmm. There's this one thriller author who has two, like, really good books, and another one that's, like, decent, and I love one of them so much, and I always recommend it to people when they want a thriller. And then I've read her others recently, and I'm like, you're really phoning it in. Like, you did one good thing. Like, you did one good thing, and now it seems like she's following the formula of, like, these are the steps you take to build suspense in a thriller. These are things you do. And I'm like, but even if that's true, you're not doing it with heart. And so she has a couple more books out recently, and I'm thinking of reading them, hoping that it's like a roller coaster. Like, she had the good ones fell into a rut, was just going through the motions, and now has, like, done better. But so many things do do that. It's really sad. Mm -hmm. They're like, it sells. It's fine. We don't have to, like, make sure it's remarkable. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's a lot of, like, big franchises like that. People could argue that Star Wars has done that. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm not... I don't have any opinions on Star Wars. I don't want to discuss it. (laughs) Though I've heard Andor is very good. It is very good. Yeah. I really like it. And I've heard it's like good as a show that just happens to be in the Star Wars universe. Which, we're not going to talk about Star Wars, but that is my preferred brand of Star Wars. Of just in the universe, Mm -hmm. separate. Liked Rogue One. Yeah. Thought Rogue One was very good. Andor is about... A character who's in Rogue One. How's about you that? Didn't know. I so, didn't. Yeah, it's a it's a good show. I really liked it. Cool. I recommend it. Great. Yeah. Start watching uh, it right now. I'm kidding. Tomorrow. Should we? Um, we are at an hour and a half. Oh Should man. we uh, talk about anybody else? We didn't talk about Sam at all. We didn't talk about. <laughs> Sam we were like or... Austin. The boy, the boy. I mean, Sam. True, she's a she's a protagonist. Like she's she's a protagonist. She's yeah. Worked for little young me, who was just like it's Hilary Duff playing a nice character. She's nice, and she deserves good things. And she is nice, and she does deserve good things. Yeah, these are all true things. I want her to go to Princeton. She does seem like a very hard worker. Mm -hmm. She's taking all these AP classes. Like girls working her butt off. I support Sam. I, would, when she was talking to Austin, was like, again, Austin, I kind of just seem like a boy. But I'm <laughs> like, you guys did have your cute little chats for a month mm-hmm. yeah. over this thing. Yeah. So, like, I believe that there is more below the surface that we are not seeing. Yeah. So. Yeah. Not to say that either person is bad, but I wish her well. I've, unfortunately, I wish I had more thoughts. About right, I, it is kind of a bummer that we don't have many thoughts about Sam. Right, considering that that's what the movie's about. Yeah. Um, Sam. Carter was there. Yeah. He's fine. He's there. I don't mind his plot about oh, his dressing plot. up and stuff. I feel like there's. Not a really satisfying payoff. Like, I think the moment where she's like, I like what you're wearing today. Who are you? I think that's really cute. That is cute. I don't know what led him to that, though. I feel like there's not... There's... It's... There's not really a... There's no sort of anything. Yeah. Right. 
they could have given him a little bit more. Like, the closest I think you could maybe get to having that is, like, even when I was Zorro, even when I was, like, saving the day at the mm-hmm. Halloween party and Shelby did want me, once she found out it was just me, Carter, um, the interest wasn't there. So, like, it doesn't matter who I play. I just need to be me because at the end of the day... But, like, if they, they even given that. Happen, yeah, they didn't really. And no. she found out that it was him, like... Two-fifths of the way through the movie, yeah. so that means we had three-fifths of the movie <laughs> where, like, that character arc didn't happen. Um, yeah. He seems generally supportive, although I remember being, like, she's leaving, why aren't you going with her? Your friend is sad, why aren't you going? Right? It bothers me a lot. Like, I know they had to do it, like, it would be weird if Carter was there when they Right. Was. But it's also, like, we should do something tonight. And he's like, I was thinking of going to the game. And it's like, no, you're not just, anymore. He's no. Like, like, also, he generally, he seems like he wants to participate, so I'll mm-hmm. give him that. But he also is just like, I love football. Like, it does not give the impression, it gives the impression that he does not actually know football. But it's like, I'm here. I'm having a good time. I mean, I'm participating, which is fine. I don't think you have to, like, know the ins and outs mm-hmm. of touchdowns in order to have fun at <laughs> football. I mean, I like the line, like, who else is going to explain the game to you if I yeah. go? Um, so that's fine. But, yeah, like, bruh. Your friend is going through a right, hard time. Like, she was rejected from Princeton. The whole school just made fun of her. The boy she was talking to found out it was her and, like, just ghosted her. And, like, like okay. I'll tell you how the game ends. No, 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 no. First, you go with her. You're, like, even if he was, like, I was going to go to the game, but right? we could go get Sundays instead. <laughs> and then, yeah, when she's, like, I thought I could do this, but I can't. You just, you just, you follow her out. Yeah. Does it matter if you see the big touchdown at the end? No. no. It doesn't. Someone will tell you. Someone yep. will tell You'll find out at school the next day yeah. the, uh, whether they won or lost. The announcer girl will yeah. probably tell everybody. The yeah. announcer girl. I love the, I Do they have any interactions before they're just dating at the end? Nope. Excellent. Love it. None. It's fine. It's like it's whatever. Fine. But it is... Wish they'd given Carter a little bit more, and I hate saying they should give the man more to do. <laughs> a little bit more, as we yeah. had no thoughts about. Sex. Yeah, like, it I feel sucks. bad about this, listeners. But she is like kind of just an every girl character, yeah. you know, which is fine. It's when I watch Victorious, the Nickelodeon show. Um, that's one of my beefs with Tori, who's the main character. Mm-hmm. Is that I think you know, with any character. To a certain degree, if you're trying so hard to make them likable and the every person, you'll lose a lot along the way. A lot along the way. And the thing is that Sam's not annoying like Tori's annoying, so Mm -hmm. she has that going for Mm -hmm. her. But I'm like, we know she's a hard worker. We know that she wants to go to Princeton. But like, okay, maybe this is dumb and I just missed it, but like Austin wants to go to Princeton to be a writer. Has Sam said what she wants to do? No, she just wants to go. And the only Which reason fair, she wants to out. go is because of right. a joke that her father made when she was, like, nine. I get it. It's, like, one of the last conversations they had before yeah, he died. Yeah, it's to her. So, yeah. like, I get it. But, like, you'd think that she'd be, like, I really want to go to Princeton because of this. But they also have a really nice forensics program. Like, yeah. aquatic <laughs> science. Yeah. yeah. Marine it biology. It would have been nice if she... Had interests that if we she had about. interests, I know. And even even if they don't yeah. have time to show them, because I get it. That's a lot to try to like right. fit in. But you 
you could have, again, had her be like, I want to go to Princeton for the marine biology program. And then yeah. in her room, just a few background things. Yeah. Show yeah. various different, like, ocean. <laughs> like, I don't know. We, like, we know Orca she likes... Poster. Yeah. <laughs> we know she likes baseball. I know she likes baseball. And she and she has... The, like, I like the scene where she's hitting yeah. the balls. Because she's like, oh, this is fun. But, like, I, kind, I wish... I don't know. It just doesn't feel like quite enough. No. Right. Wish Sam had more. It, it doesn't feel... And I get it. She has her part-time job and making salmon food for her stepmother so she can't she she can't probably do the extracurriculars and fiona wouldn't pay for them but she has her studies like even if it's not like an after there are other ways to show your personality yeah like so i wish they had done a little bit more with that yeah there's because again at least with austin we know he wants to be a writer Mm mm-hmm A mystery. A mystery. Not solved in the sequel because Sam's not in it. She's not. A different gal. They yeah. dance in the, in the sequel. I heard that. Yeah. And, and it's a musical. It is. I assume they sing too. They do. Yeah. But I mostly remember the dancing. Yeah. Because I always wish I could dance. Yeah, same. Also, you know what weirdly I wanted to watch while I was watching this? Anything else? The last song, which is not at all related. Why? Where did it come from? Yeah, I was like, that one I can go for? The last song with Miley Cyrus, Liam Hemsworth, and Greg Kinnear. That's weird. <laughs> it's a Nicholas Sparks movie, though, so like, uh, yeah. Okay. Mm. Nicholas Sparks, another author. Probably doesn't need an editor anymore. No. The Just thing is, slap his name on it and yeah. get it out there. I liked the notebook. I liked A Walk to Remember. I saw the last song and I thought it was like generally entertaining, mm-hmm. whatever. And I tried to read these books. I think I actually did read a couple Nicholas Sparks books. His writing style just is not for me. No, I know I read the notebook, but I can't remember anything about it. Also, he's like. Religious, yeah, that's a which bummer, is isn't it? fine, but like in the movies, they they tone that down mm-hmm. where they have it be like, oh, I want to walk to remember her character is religious, yeah. but it's not necessarily like a strict undertone for right. the movie. Um, the movie isn't trying to make you religious. Yeah, the books are. Yeah, and it was a lot, so mm-hmm. I was like, mm, Nikki Sparks, this Nikki is where Sparks. we part ways. Yeah, we're not gonna watch an Emily Sparks movie for this. The notebook, the notebook is. The notebook is. Wait, have um, we watched it? No, we it's on the list. list. We haven't watched the notebook. I guess we should watch the notebook. Yeah. It is on the list. I'm surprised. I thought we did. I don't know anything about it. Did we watch a Walk to Remember? No. Mm-mm. We've not watched any. Created a pandemic movies. of women wanting to name their children Landon. <laughs> any? I any, knew any, it. I love that name. Is the thing. The thing is, it's it's a good name. <laughs> I love that like, name. I feel like any. Anyone our generation who saw that movie was like, Landon, yes, good boy name. And then it was funny because while working at the library in the kids section, there would be people just a little bit older than me bringing their kids in, heard many a boy be called Landon. And I was like, oh, happened. I've never seen a walk to remember. I got the name Landon from Pokemon Ruby. Of course you Where um, they <laughs> offer suggested names for the boy rival because I chose the girl character, obviously. Yeah. One of the suggested names was Landon. And I was like, that's such a cute name. 
So thanks, Pokemon Ruby or Sapphire. One of those two. It's like how the One Tree Hill made everyone be like, if it's a girl, Peyton. (laughs) (laughs) I've not heard Peyton. Really? No. You didn't watch One Tree Hill? I didn't. I just feel like those were some popular names for a time. Yeah. And a lot of Madisons. I don't know where that came from. But who else? We should wrap this up. We should wrap this up. <laughs> okay. That was a Cinderella story, I guess. <laughs> Your favorite movie. Yeah. Uh, for next week. It's a moody, sepia-toned biopic set in the 1940s. A gloomy drama about the adventure of the greatest weapon known to mankind. Feminism. <laughs> That's right. We're not only smashing atoms, we're smashing the patriarchy, too. It's a Barbenheimer double feature. Woo! By the time this episode comes out, nobody will care at all about this. It will no longer be culturally relevant. It will no longer be relevant to culture. Pop culture. <laughs> culturally yeah, relevant. Keep talking. Never mind. Keep talking, David. But we decided we had to jump in and be a part of this moment in history. This will be the first time that we're going to go to a theater to watch some movies on the big screen for the podcast. theater. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited to see how that goes. Hallie will probably have seen Barbie three times by the time we all watch it It is very possible. Yeah. I liked Barbie. I've already seen Barbie. Spoilers. Yeah. Um, I will see it again. I will see it again. Yeah. Yeah. I hear Oppenheimer's good. Have not. Oh yeah, haven't seen it yet. I I wanted to. They were both on my list, just like Barbie took precedence. The only things I know about Barbie and Oppenheimer are the things everybody knows about Barbie and Oppenheimer. <laughs> Excellent. I, I don't. Margot Robbie, Killian Murphy. There they are. The beginning and the end of it. Yep. A toy. A toy. Mm-hmm. A bomb. A bomb. Which is kind of like a toy that destroys. A destroy toy. Yeah. A destroy toy. Yeah. That was there. Those are the things I know. Multiple Kens. Multiple, Multiple, Multiple Barbies. Kens. That's what I've heard. Barbenheimer! Barbenheimer. That'll be for next time. We're going to talk about them both. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> we don't always talk about the movies that we're talking about. <laughs> Coco. Uh, Poor Coco. Yeah. It deserved so much better than And whatever did. we did recently. There was another one recently that we were like, I'm so sorry. Yeah. We didn't talk about it. Yeah, what that. was that one? Was it Scooby Too? I think it was it Scooby It may have been Doo. Scooby, which also deserved better than yes. we gave it. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. won't be that. Hopefully. We'll yeah. see. Barbenheimer. There'll be a lot to talk about. Two whole movies. Two, Two whole movies. movies. One of them is well, three, three hours, hours long. long. Oh, good. I hope it's Barbie. <laughs> it's not. It's not. No. All right. Well, that'll be for next time. This was a Cinderella story. Until then, so long, Kristen. Bye, David. Good night, Allie. Adieu, David. Good night, listeners. <laughs>